Happy New Year! We are back, baby! <laughs> Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. This is our first official new episode of 2020. Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm John. Uh, we have a special show today. We're going to take a look back at our 2019 from our perspective. It was uh, a crazy year for the Resistance broadcast. So we're going to kind of hit on all the points that made it a very special year for us. And then, of course, later on, we're going to look forward to 2020, what we have planned. Um, a lot of stuff we don't even have planned yet, but we're going to kind of have a little bit of a impromptu chat about that and uh, other stuff, obviously, that's coming down the pike in Star Wars itself that we're excited about. Uh, so thanks so much for joining us with me, as always, James and Lacey. Uh, first thing I want to say, guys, Happy New Year to the two of you. Um, I'm really excited to get really like mushy and gushy about how great it's been. Hell of a ride, all that good stuff. Um, so first off, uh, are you excited uh, for for 2020 in Star Wars? And are you sad that Star Wars is over also? What? I guess I'm sad Star Wars is over. Like he means the main line, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. One through nine. Well, some people think just like yeah. it's funny you talk to casual people and they're like, so Star Wars is over. What are you gonna what are you gonna do with your podcast? Yeah. Like just did you get that too? Did people say that to you too? Um, no, I mean I think people <laughs> I think people are saying, like, do you really think that it's done? You know what I mean? Like they almost think it can't really be like done done, right? I haven't yeah. heard anybody say that to me. Hmm. Really? Really. Uh, no one's been like Star Wars hmm. is done. I don't think anybody believes that. They built two theme parks. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Built- well, right. <laughs> Am I excited for yeah. 2020? Yeah, I'm excited for Kenobi. That's yeah. the, the biggest thing for me. Right. Well, it's, uh, I got Kenobi's not coming out this year. They're just filming it. I know, but I'm excited that it's happening. That yes. like it's mm-hmm. things are happening. Things are happening. You're right. You and McGregor starting to grow his beard out and all that stuff. Yes. And yes. he doesn't have to lie anymore. He's been going around the the talk shows talking about how he lied for four years. Right. And he has to learn uh, how to fight like Alec Guinness, which is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Bang no your more stick flipping. Left. <laughs> Bang your stick to the right. Yeah. No more flipping. Right. Uh, no, but uh, guys, we have a lot to talk about in terms of 2019. It was a big year for us. I think the first thing, uh, James, you want to show what logos on your sweatshirt is uh, probably one of the biggest things that happened to us this past year, which is our biggest surprise is make solo Two happen, um, which we started in 2018. So we're cheating a little bit there, but make solo Two happen day was something that was spurned by the excitement of from star Wars celebration and seeing people mm-hmm. get excited about the hashtag and the movement. And we mm-hmm. kind of decided let's make a day out of it around the one year anniversary of solo and we did, and it took off and went viral. Um, so, guys, you want to touch on reflecting back on that moment, that day, maybe even celebration? Uh, go ahead. James, I'll let you go first because you have a sweatshirt on. Me first? Oh, my gosh. Um, what to say about Make Solo 2 Happen Day? I don't know, man. It was just a... You, you have no idea that it ever could be as big as it was. I right. still think it's yeah. it's wild too when we created this thing and then there's people and I'm like 
refreshing the hashtag and people are like, I don't know why this is trending, but yeah, you know, like (laughs) so many people who are just, and in, in a weird way, it's kind of unfortunate too, because if someone is out there and they're totally backing the idea of solo two happening, but for some reason, like they, they're even tweeting about it, but they never just caught on that. Like it's us. Like there's a show you can watch where we're consistently talking about that. I think people just thought it was like a random, like, Oh, it just so happened a lot of people were talking about this and I'm in agreement too, but there's right. no like source to it. It's like, there's a source to it. I wish <laughs> I could reach out to everybody and be like, yo, if you're tweeting about this and you like this, can I just like at everyone who right. tweeted this today and say, J- just so you know, there's this you know podcast or this YouTube show that is like the source of this story or this uh, movement. And uh, that's like the only letdown, but like, I loved being able to see, I think that's what keeps it alive is every time somebody says, yo, I just checked out solo on Netflix and I loved it. It's like a, a flush back of the feelings from make solo to happen day for anybody yes. that sees that tweet and they go right that there is a whole day this year that was devoted to that exact tweet. And that exact tweet happens multiple times every day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think it was one of those things that, John, you came up with it, and I kind of was just like, yeah, I'm on board. Sure, why not? <laughs> and then we came up with the idea for the day because we were like, well, let's just like talk about this. Let's get some people talking one day. And I remember waking up that morning to get ready for work, and we got a text from James being like, guys, there's already like 3,000 tweets about it. And we were like, and this was at like 8, 7, 8 a.m. It was right 8. when I woke up. Probably eight because I run late all the time. <laughs> so, I was like, let's see so if any weird. of the patrons are tweeting yet. And yeah, it was like yeah, 3,000 right. tweets in um, your local trending zone. Yeah, I think it, it, that there are a couple moments in, throughout the day that stick out to me. It was that. Then the moment that they made the Twitter moment out of it. And our faces were the top picture. And it was like picture from podcast resistance broadcast from Twitter. Like the yeah. official moment. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh, they actually took the time to go back to see who did it. So it was right. really cool because for the first probably, I would say like three, four hours of the day, we were tweeting about having fun, but like no one really knew where it came from, like James said. And then Twitter mm-hmm. did that moment and it was like kind of like solidifying like we did this. This yes. this is, John did this. John came up with this. We're wearing shirts. This is why we did this. This is where it came from. And our, and our faces were put to the hashtag, which was really cool. Um, and then the other moment that sticks out to me was probably uh, driving home from work and my phone starts going crazy. And Ron Howard had retweeted our faces with a smiley face. And I remember just calling the first person at the top of my phone, which was John, because I had called him a billion times that day. And I was just yelling. And then he started yelling and we were both yelling. Yeah. And then that's that's what I remember. It was like, what? 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 Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. And then we hung up. <laughs> yeah, it was literally, so, that's all it was. That was the whole, whole conversation. And Ron, you know, Ron Howard did a quote tweet with a smiley face. Yeah, that's all it was. And we were just like, what? We were just yelling. But it was just awesome to see people talking positively again about Star Wars on social media. And that's not to say we didn't have people that were being stupid during the day, but they were just overpowered by the positive people. 
Yeah, I didn't see much any negativity really about it, which was funny right. to me. Um, but I remember like I think when we were like planning Let's Do the Mix Old to Happen Day, we were like, it'll be a fun little pocket of fandom having a good time with it. We never like said, let's go viral. Like, I don't think we ever said that. We were just like, let's make it our day and we'll release an episode that day and it'll be Mix Old to Happen Day. It'll be fun. Right, right. And then it just took off. And I think that's... That's what was the coolest part to me is that we didn't go into it with a, you know, uh, we're going to try to make this a famous thing. We didn't go mm-hmm. into it. We're going to try to make a petition and make demands. That's not what the movement is. That's why when someone like some, some people try to take it and they try to make change.org. We had them out take it, it down. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't yeah. work. It, it's not about that. And seeing people post their memories or the favorite parts of the movie and and what they liked about it and what they did when they went to go see it like it really brought the community together like you said Lacey in a very positive way which is tough especially on social media so that's the most that's the thing I'm most proud of is that we created a thing in Star Wars fandom that was like 99.999% positive and creators got involved yeah so Rob Brito who's mm-hmm. a producer um who was nominated for an Oscar for special effects for the movie, I think. Uh, John Powell, the composer, hit it up on Instagram. Jonas Sotomo was actively using it at one point. He stopped recently. For they probably a while. told him to stop. <laughs> um, John Kasdan, of course, yeah. on at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, Brian Herring, who's the puppeteer, went up to me and James and said, can I take a photo of your sweatshirt? And we, I had my T-shirt on. And we didn't realize who he was at first. And then he said, I'm Brian Herring, by the way. And we were like, oh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think Warwick Davis Phil may have acknowledged Stozak? it. Phil Phil Shostak, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who does art. I think he had acknowledged it. Um, pretty much everyone you could think of that's on Matthew social media Wood. involved. Matthew Wood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people uh, who have been involved with Solo. Um, and even Alden Ehrenreich had said someone emailed him and let him know that it was a thing. And he, he was appreciative yeah, he of that was apparently. At, he was at Galaxy's Edge and someone asked him had he heard about it. And he said someone had emailed him. Yeah, because he's Chris, not on wow. social. Chris Perillo guy. Perillo, that, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. So pretty much everyone outside of like uh, Donald Glover has acknowledged that Dude, this Han Solo knows that we created. Right. Make and, Solo too. Oh, happen. and, and yeah. James, <laughs> la- later on, obviously, you know, Michelle Rejuan. And, you know, we've talked about that on the podcast that she said that uh, she was going to tell her friend about it, and her friend wound up being John Kasdan. And this is what yeah. you found out recently at the global press conference. But And also her as well. I said, hey, are you aware of this? And she yeah. said, oh, we're, we're definitely, we're very aware of it. It's Make just Solo funny to see what will happen with the movement in 2020 because, like we just said, a bunch of people were using this hashtag at Lucasfilm and creatives and people involved in the production. And then magically, and I'm not trying to make this sound like a conspiracy, but like magically they all stopped. Like all of a sudden it was like all of them stopped using it. And I don't think it's because they don't want to. I think it's because they were probably like, we shouldn't. (laughs) Right. And you know, the day itself wound up, it uh, it was either the... top one or two trending topics in the United States. And I think it topped out at like three or number three or five internationally. Yeah. And this, that same day Terminator did their big marketing launch and makes a little <laughs> two happen was beating it. 
Yeah. So and it was just, trending for two weeks straight. We were in the top yeah. like trends. Yeah. And, and and now it's become the vernacular. And we said this on the podcast, if you're a regular listener, it's become the vernacular for wanting a solo sequel. So anytime you talk about, oh, I wish they did this, it's always hashtag make solo two happen. So now it's a part of the, the vocabulary and fandom. Uh, and which is every time Star Wars talks going. about it, they t- hashtag it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's a very positive thing. We're very happy. And, and it, that that day blew us away. And whether we do another official day, we're not positive yet. But we'll talk about that more a little later when we look forward to 2020. Um, but in addition to Make Solo 2 happen, a lot of other great things happen. Uh, speaking of Star, Star Wars Celebration, mm-hmm. we had our first live panel together um, to which we packed the room uh, beyond our expectations and got a standing ovation. Uh, Lacey, your, your memories as cloudy as it might be or blurry as it might be from that moment, because a lot of times those types of things are a blur to me, but uh, your standout memories from our panel on that day. Uh, panel wise, it was cool seeing people that I talked to online in person. That was a big thing for me. Um, meeting people after the panel, the panel itself, like you said, is like a blur to me. I remember, <laughs> I remember the water bottle, <laughs> the spray bottle. Cause yeah, me too. I thought it would be funny. Cause I'd been doing the, the gif for right. like ever of Manny getting sprayed by the guy from modern family. And I was in on the bit. You were in on the bit and it's very obvious. Cause I have the, the gifts of it on my phone. It's very obvious when I go to lean down, you look the other way on purpose. And I was like, yeah. you're so clever, John, looking away. You're so yeah. good. Well, it's like, like it, you didn't know. It's like the old professional wrestling stuff. You got to look the other way. And then the guy hits you with the chair. You know, that. that <laughs> yeah. The second time. I was time, like though, looking forward and you guys were spraying each other. And I'm like, what's going no, on? No, no, the no, second there, time you loved it. <laughs> there was no spraying each other. It was just Lacey spraying me in the well, face yeah, and the I mean, ear. You two were spraying yeah, yeah. water. The yeah. second time, I like got you in the eye. <laughs> in the eye, in the ear. Yeah, good yeah. thing you didn't put like lemonade in there and just burn my eyes out. But um, yeah, no, that was yeah. funny, and people like that. Um, oh, like I, airheads. <laughs> yeah. I like. Um, I liked giving away prizes. That was cool. James got these like really, really slick banners printed. Oh, they were so cool. The vinyls. So we gave, yeah. Yeah, we gave those away. Those were really cool. Hanging out with people. Um, and just kind of putting a face to the people that we talk to on a regular basis is really nice. Um, I yeah. say this all the time, but I really mean it. Like engaging with people and you guys, listeners, whatever, uh, online is is a highlight of my day. So when I get to see you in person, it's nice to be like, oh my gosh, we talked about this this one time. Um, the one thing that stood out to me was after the panel, um, a gentleman and his girlfriend came up. I believe his name is John. I feel so bad because I was like so overwhelmed that I like blanked at that moment. Um, and he had said that uh, he listened to our pre-show stuff, get, getting into celebration because he was nervous. He was listening to our pre-show uh, tips and tricks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he had said that I said to pick one thing that day and you won't be overwhelmed because as long as you accomplish that one thing, it's great, which I say for anything, concert, yeah. theme parks, whatever. Pick one thing and then you won't be disappointed. And he had said that it was his one thing that day was to come to the panel and meet me. So that was overwhelming. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow, that's very sweet. I know. I almost cried. Uh, I think I did cry, but (laughs) I think I like tried to hold it in. (laughs) I think the Um, whole experience of Celebration too, like it was my first convention ever. mm -hmm. And I know that I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have gone to Celebration, I don't think, if it weren't for Resistance Broadcast and Star Wars Newsnet, you know? 
Yeah. So I think like there's very low chance that I would have been like, oh, I'm going to go up there with a friend and we're going to get a hotel and mm-hmm. we're going to do this and do all that <laughs> stuff. So right. staying in a room with ex- you guys. <laughs> yeah. Just the that whole like experience as a whole was um, yeah, a lot closer that weekend. A lot of snoring. <laughs> A lot of snoring. <laughs> Sorry, James. Oh, yeah. You guys stopped me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I got kidding. distracted by the snoring. Um, no, I mean, that was it. I mean, what to me, what was crazy was, um, like, you have a certain community on Twitter and on YouTube. You know, you watch these shows and you talk to these people and you see these people in the in on screen and on the star Wars YouTube page when they're doing, you know, after rebels pre you know, post show and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And when you're at celebration, you just kind of walk around for four days. And during those four days, there's these intermittent, like that person is really standing there. That person is really like a hundred yards from me, like on stage. They're really there. You know, even someone as simple as like, like black series rebels. We've known those guys for a very long time. It's the first time I met them and it's like, we're hanging out with them and it's so weird just to not for them to be in a computer screen in a YouTube (laughs) rectangle. Right. You know, and that just whole experience is thanks to the resistance broadcast. So yeah, it's cool. Um, anything from our panel that stands out to you, James, besides getting over the hump of the technical difficulties we had heading into it? Because I remember you said the whole time you still, you were kind of unsettled for most of the show, but was there any part of the show that you were able to embrace and enjoy that sticks out to you? You walked out there like a rock star. Well, you got up on the chair. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... I remember when we were like asking questions in the the audience and somebody asked me about Kenobi and everybody's like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Cause they asked you, why do you hate Kenobi? Yeah. 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 Um, no, that, that was great. Um, like I, in a good way, you know, not like, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is like my fear going in. And I know I talked to you guys about this maybe off air was not getting any reaction while we're like joking and doing the podcast because you know sometimes you know that you see that and that happens and it's just like really awkward and people were really just they were interactive they were laughing at all your lame jokes they were i was like what is happening they were cheering (laughs) at the spray bottle they were laughing the jj call went off really well uh, they like that. So um, people who are in the audience are listening. They're like, "Did it go over really that well?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, "I uh, was there." I don't know. No, they they like they were uh, curious about why his nameplate was there and stuff like that. And then someone got to to go home with Armageddon. So that's a big highlight mm-hmm. for celebration, I'm sure, for somebody. But overall, <laughs> I just thought it was such a cool experience seeing the room filled out and then the selfie at the end, which I think was Lacey's idea. I I wouldn't even have thought of doing a picture. Uh, of the three of us and then the, the our, our group behind us, uh, all the fans standing up and stuff. It's such a cool shot. And I use it often on TRB, like when we talk about the community aspect of TRB. So You're welcome. And Event then heading, promoting. And then heading to the, the arc bar after was great. Um, but yeah, uh, another huge moment for us. And those two things happened within a month of each other. Make Solo 2 happen, happened about a month after uh, our panel at Celebration. Um, and I think that kind of like tore the 
it's like a checklist. Like, are we able to do this live together? Is our chemistry going to be the same together? And it was to me. I felt like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. we weren't acting different than we would have right now. Uh, And I thought that was important. And I'm glad to know that we were able to do that. And then later on. People think our shows are better when we're together. Some people did say that. That's true. Um, And maybe we could think. Which I appreciate that. Actually, Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Maybe, you know, it's. Sometimes we have delays with our internet and it might throw us off a little bit here and there <laughs> yeah. on the Skype calls I was like, and stuff. I think our chemistry is better when there's like a five second delay. No, when I'm, I'm able right. to look at people, I always liked that. I said that the other day. Like when right. I'm able to look at James when he's talking is just nice. Yeah, right. Um, and then uh, we had guests this year in uh, this past year in 2019. So I'll just run through the list here and we could talk about maybe some memories we had of them. Uh, J.W. Rinsler, who is the author of the Making of Star Wars books, um, Star Wars Explained, both Alex and Molly joined us on an episode. Ryan Shores, the composer of Galaxy of Adventures uh, mm-hmm. and Forces of Destiny. Uh, DJ Elliot Hansen, who's the stage host for uh, Celebration in Disney Parks. Uh, Ash Crossan, Mark Newbold uh, from Fanthatracks, and Clayton Sandell came on twice this year, once at the beginning of the year to talk about Galaxy's Edge and then later on in the year uh, as well. So, uh, any standout moments or anything like that that you can think of from uh, any of those guest spots that you want to bring up? J.W. Rinsler saying that George hated Mara Jade <laughs> is yeah. the yeah. highlight of my year. Yeah. I loved it. As soon as he said it, I was like, what? Yeah, because a lot of people apparently didn't know that. And he's been on a lot of podcasts. So yes. the mm. fact that that was something that kind of came to the surface from it that It was interview. on Reddit and I was just like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah, a lot of other shows started yeah. talking about it and they referenced us. Like, where did he say that? So I thought that was cool. James, what about you? Um, I mean, a lot of them. Like, honestly, one of the cool ones for me was the the Ryan Shore because we got to talk a little bit of like the production. Like that kind of went over your guys' head a little bit, if I remember correctly, as far mm-hmm. as like how this stuff is actually done. But to me, like when an interview with him was like really cool because not only am I like kind of music aware because of my band and stuff, but also like I worked at guitar center three years and, and in pro audio and stuff like that. So it was really neat to kind of have that discussion of how that stuff was being handled on his end. And he's doing production, musical production for star Wars, you know? And I'm like, this is cool. Like I, I I think it's really interesting that we're getting to sit down and with a guy who's actually writing like his own music to star Wars. I, that, that was cool for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have one standout moment. I mean, the Mara Jade one, for sure, uh, with J.W. Rensler. That might have been one of my favorite guest spots we ever had was having him on just because I felt like I was taking a course in Star Wars and getting it from someone so close to George Lucas who'd spent so much time with him. Uh, meant a great deal to me, and I, I, we got to get him back on. I've told him it was that. very to cool, very yeah. cool. And then he also mentioned Anakin being in the suit at the end of... Uh like yeah. Yeah. yeah, shots with Anakin yes. uh, with Hayden Christensen, and I don't. I feel like we didn't know that either. I didn't know that. That and I, th- I think we should ask him. And I guess this is again look forward to 2020. But since they're probably going to be doing the 40th anniversary of Empire, maybe we should get him on close to the celebration and have him talk Empire. about Empire Strikes yeah. Back. I think that mean, he awesome. wrote the making of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did he? Maybe he did. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so that, I think that'd be cool. Uh, I had Clayton's like my best friend now, so I. You to, guys are best friends. So side oh note to everyone God. listening, uh, we went to LA for the premiere, which we'll get into in a little bit, and we hung out with Clayton, and it was like stepbrothers after they figure out that they're friends and they go play karate in the garage that was john and clayton i was just sitting there like all right and they were yeah. just like <laughs> like doing their own thing yeah that no it was couple so of fun buds. it was fun hanging out with clayton he's not what a guest that? anymore couple of buddies just a couple of buddies yeah, yeah. that was because you guys wore the same shirts. shirt <laughs> yeah it's almost like clayton is not a guest anymore he's like our like the 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 fourth member when we need someone on TRB because he did the Mando <laughs> fan show and stuff twice. Um, but I want to thank all of our guests from this past year because we can go through all the moments. Mm-hmm. So the the episodes are there. Go check them out because they were all great. And we may try to get more guests in 2020 than we had uh, in 2019. But J.W. Rensler, Star Wars Explained, both Alex and Molly, who helped us in our contest, The Prize of Skywalker, by giving away a copy of Jedi Fallen Order. So wow. thank you to uh, Ryan Shore again, the composer, DJ Elliott. Uh, who joined us on Mando Fan Show? Also, Ash Cross and Mark Newbold, who's awesome. Oh, Mark's another guy, just so nice, such a, good, such a good guy. And of course, uh, Clayton Sandell. So, thank you to all our guests in 2019. Uh, yeah. More coming, hopefully, in 2020. Now, next, guys. Speaking of guests, the Mando Fan Show. Um, <laughs> more content. It was a hit. It was. It was a hit. But it was also uh, in quite the undertaking, more than I had expected. I was like, oh, just you know, eight episodes, you know. But it was uh, it was a hit, and it felt good doing it. It felt different from TRB. We get to focus on this one thing. Uh, the three of us kicked it off with the first episode. Lacey, you edited all the episodes except the one James subbed in the edit. When so I was thank at you. a wedding. Thank you for <laughs> editing the show this season, and thank you both for your help with the graphics and all that stuff. Um, that's the stuff that sets our shows apart, I think, is the, the stuff that you guys do that, that are kind of behind the scenes and the editing and the graphics and things. So thank you. That like first consistently, tweet... Oh, sorry, go, I, ahead. go ahead, James. I was just, all it was, was was just consistently me and Lacey being like, hey, do you have that, like, star background? Like, <laughs> just like, yeah, always, like, it's always the stuff star background. Like, hey, can you send me the outro, but without the helm, you know, or just, like, right. different mm-hmm. weird things like that. Uh, always back and forth. What were well, you going to say, Lacey? Yeah. I was going to say that the the graphics were a combination of what James had created for the logo plus things that I came up with. But I knew we had something when the first time we tweeted out the logo with like episode one and we got a bunch of people being like, this looks real slick. I was like, all (laughs) right. Like I knew we had something. Yeah. So we had the Mando helmet serve as like a door. I remember that uh, was your idea, John. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, that'd be cool if it came together like a door, like, you know, in any cool show like or anything, door. there's always two things that come together and form like the thing. So, um, but yeah, you guys with the graphics and the editing and all that stuff made the show that much better. Even the, the Pedro scale faces, like all that your stuff. Your idea again. But guys, still, I don't think you understand yeah. how great our team works. Like there are times that we hate each other. And then there are other times where we really come together. We come up with some amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. John comes up with ideas and then James and I execute on those ideas yeah. and they, they really work out when it's good. It's good. When it's good. When it's bad, it doesn't, it, we don't do it. it we don't it's do it. literally <laughs> like a whole bunch of like John being like, do a bluke sticker. And I'm like, all right. And then like, I make a bluke sticker and then I send it and Lacey's like, take, take the apostrophes the or quote, 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 like, Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like right. that—that just summarizes the entire process. And or, then John's like, "Yeah, that's better." 
<laughs> or it's like, hey, we should do this. And then you make it. And I'm like, okay, but this isn't centered. And you're like, okay. And then I'll make something. And you'll be like, uh, you should take the outline off of that. And I'm like, okay. And John's like, you should do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, anytime you guys do a design thing, I'm like, oh, it looks great. Because the only thing I can do is Microsoft Paint. But then the other one's like, no, change this. And then they send the revised version. I'm like, oh, that's even greater. You know? So, yeah. um, but then there's things where it's like, we come up with the idea like like stupid jokes, like Han Hans, because we wanted to like name the mantle. It's like, just you. It's not us coming up. Well, you. Well, whatever. You come but, up with these. But then you'll you'll be words. like, but James will make the sticker for them, and then you'll be like, just so you know, I run the Patreon page, and we're pushing those stickers in December. So bring the, bring up Han Hans on the podcast. I'm like, okay, I gotta remember to say Han Hans. I gotta remember to say Han Hans <laughs> on the podcast. So we like feed off each other in that way, and I think that's great. But back to the Mando fan show. Uh. It, it was a lot of fun and it went really well. And I think we're going to do it again for season two uh, later this year because I don't think there's any other shows coming out this year. So we're, we'll, we should be able to, to do that isolated as just the Mando fan show again. The first episode got a lot of views and a lot of support. Uh, we did have guests who joined us on every episode except the first one. So the three of us kicked it off. And then we were joined by uh, Jen Marie from Anakin and his Angel blog. That The like longest running blog 19, 19 years 19 years yeah. yeah so she just celebrated her birthday so happy birthday Jen Marie um uh John and Marie a lot, of, a lot of negativity there too no I'm just kidding like super positive super positive she is yes yeah very, 19 very years and super positive right. yeah yeah Go um, there and check that out John and Marie Macias uh joined us who you all know from uh Geeky Bubble Radical, podcast Radical Grid and Radical Grid, uh, big Rebels fan. Uh, so she joined us for um, an episode where all the Mandos showed up, so it worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, we planned that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, Alex and Molly Damon joined us from Star Wars Explained. Um, Clayton Sandell stepped in last second for us. Uh, Nick uh, Ganbarian from the band Bayside joined us, uh, and we had fun talking with him. Uh, yeah. He's a and he he started the Batu crew on Instagram. So if you follow that, he takes ca- you know ca- casual photos of fans at uh, Galaxy's Edge. And he's got a little uh, group started there. Uh, again, DJ Elliot Hansen joined us uh, to talk about. Uh, I believe it was Chapter Seven. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yes, which he brought a lot for the music. Like yeah, he, yeah, he's a big and, fan of uh, Ludwig Gornson's music. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Lowe from Lights, Camera, Barcel joined us for the final chapter. And as you guys uh, saw this past Friday, Clayton Sandell joined us once again to recap season one. He lives here. He lives in the base. Yeah. He said he changed his background because we went full YouTube. <laughs> and um, Resistance blue. Resistance blue. And that's, a, that's another thing. We really, like, we started the video thing at the end of 2018 in a way. But it really, like, became consistent and in the pocket in 2019 because i look back at our resistance transmissions video from thursday and like my background was different i was set up different we we it was just we were just kind of getting it going and now i feel like it's found like it's kind of steadiness i was rocking a ponytail it was sweet yeah when we started you were in the closet you were in your little (laughs) dark closet there with the one light on they don't know that it was audio yeah but audio only yeah um, but no, I want to thank everyone who uh, joined us on the Mando Fan Show. All those guests. Um, any 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 highlights from the Mando Fan Show that stand out to you guys? They all like. I don't want to like brag or anything, but like the idea that we a week before we started the show from Mando Fan Show, we were like, we're gonna get a guest for every single episode, and like we just did it. It's hard to explain the. Yeah. 
the pride in that and that we were like, okay, we want to do this. Oh, we're doing this. Okay. And we, we pushed out a logo and graphics and lower thirds and all these things. And then we got guests. We locked them in for every episode. It was, it happened so quickly and it was just like a proud moment for us because I was like, wow, we're really working together to get this done. And it happened so While fast. still doing two TRB episodes every week. And everything else. And yeah. Patreon. And we're gearing yeah. up for December knowing that stuff was coming down. Yeah. Down the tunnel, so to speak. Down, down the tracks. Down the tracks. And hey. holidays, like family stuff too, which we have lives outside of this. Yeah. yeah. Just mathematically, when you look at it, it's hard to get a guest and book a guest and get everything all sorted out. And we did the same amount of guests the whole year as we did for the Mando <laughs> fan show alone eight weeks in a row. Yeah. And we record those on Fridays and a lot of times people have plans and stuff and we were able to work it out to get them booked and, mm-hmm. and, and so uh, Mando fan show was a success and it's funny, it's, you know, when we announced that we were doing it, like we, we don't, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little bit of a humble brag for us here. We don't like half a things around here. Like we take our time, we plan things out. We, we I don't, I we, never do. We shut up. We we try to really <laughs> get get everything polished and good before we start announcing it. So like when we put it out, there were already people saying like, "Oh my god, there's so many Mando shows now." Podcasts are all doing. I'm like, you know, we didn't just think of this. Like we were talk, we were thinking about doing this for a couple of months, and then we mm-hmm. put it together and. Um, the reason for that is because we take pride in what we do. And um, I mean, we already came up with the Obi-Wan Kashobi, right? The Obi-Wan Kashobi. Uh, <laughs> do you think that's good? Lacey doesn't like that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Lacey's just in pure shock. She can't even make a sound. I was going to say Shobi Wan Kenobi. There you go. No. Okay, we got time. We got time. time. But anyway, (laughs) thanks to everyone who uh, did join us on the Mando Fan Show. And if you found us through the Mando Fan Show, as someone did um, uh, in in LA, even better. So uh, thanks for everyone who supported that. Um, And because of its success, we'll do more of that. And that takes me to my next point. That Mando Fan Show doesn't exist. It doesn't exist if it wasn't for our Patreon supporters over at Patreon.com/slash Resistance Broadcast. We had just launched about a month before 2019, our Patreon page. And I'll just say this. I, it's, it's taken off, and, and we've gotten so much support, way more than I would have imagined uh, us doing. So, um, Lacey, you're on the page, so I'll let you carry the weight here in a minute. But, James, uh, I'll start with you. Um, your thoughts on a year in for Patreon, uh, Obviously, it exceeded all of our expectations, so just touch on that and how you felt it's gone and, and the support from our uh, patrons over there from Tier 1 through Tier 5. Um, so I think I mentioned earlier, like, I have, a, like, a band thing, you know, like a band history. Yeah. And <clears throat> that was, like, the first time I'd ever experienced that is to to an extent of, like, I got together with some friends and we started writing music and then to to like get bigger and bigger and see like our first week sales of that CD it's just like who's buying this you know what i mean like i i put together a thing but people paid money for it you know that that was crazy to me and it was kind of in a way like relived when we launched that patreon because it was 
it was just mind blowing that people were willing to support the podcast. I was like, I know we have listeners, but I didn't know we have listeners who would, you know, it sounds weird to say, but like pay to help, you know, or like to fund, to support. Sponsor you know, us the, in a way almost. Sponsor yeah. us. Yeah. It's it's like in a way they say like, you know what? Like I, I could I could separate from five bucks a month because I listen to this show twice a week, every week, eight episodes a month. Like that feels worth it. And enough people are in that boat that it like changed our lives in a, yeah. in a big way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think down the line, like, you know, if we're not doing this, I'm going to be like, and then there was the years when I was doing the star Wars thing. You know what I mean? We were, I was like in another band with these two people <laughs> and, and yeah, it's just, it's so crazy how much um, the Patreon is just a real way for fans to be like, we're here and we're listening. Yes. And uh, I, I second that. So Lacey, you run the page for us. Um, I'll just say this. There's no way it's, I don't know that there's any other Patreon page that puts out the content we put out and the level that we put it out, how often and the quality of the content. Um, so it doesn't happen without you doing it. Uh, so I'm going to pat you on the back and embarrass you now by saying you do such a good job running the Patreon page. And I know everyone appreciates it, but one thing some people may not know who it, who aren't patrons yet, or if they're um, not tier three and above, is the amount of patrons we have now at those levels that you're writing how many cards every month and mailing them out with the stickers every month makes my hand hurt thinking about it. And I only helped you the one time writing a handful of them, but... And you complained for a full 15 minutes. <laughs> well, I always complained. Like, literally complained the I always full complained. 15 James, That's... it was every time he handed it back to me. Am I done? I was right. like, you only have to do seven. <laughs> right. Well, I wrote I wrote a full book on each one. But, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. The, the, oh, go ahead, James. What? I was just going to say I was going to jump in on that yeah. thing with Lacey, too, because... Yeah. Like, going back to the very beginning of us being like, should we do the Patreon thing? Like, is that smart? Is it the right move for us? And all this other stuff. I remember Lacey, like, just jumping in. She'll be like, I'll, I'll run it. Yeah. I'll, I can do it. <laughs> you guys just sit back and, like, and I'll just make sure, like, the post gets scheduled and stuff. And I literally actually remember a moment. I, I feel like I was even, like, sitting in this chair. We were just talking, like, after an episode. And I, like, being back and I was like, I mean okay you know like let's do it i guess if Lacey's willing to take on the responsibility of patreon which she has in great detail you know Mm -hmm. it's crazy what she's doing over there yeah it's it's uh it's it's wild that it happened and it happened because i think mainly because she stepped up yeah and in addition to that you know, I do my weekly rumor review videos and now we're able to make those public because we want more people to be able to access them. Um, but they are funded by our patrons. Um, the time and effort that goes into, you know, putting the show together, recording the show, and then Lacey edits it, slaps the graphics on there, makes it look funny. Uh, you know, all that sort of thing is another big part of it. So, uh, yeah, Lacey, there's zero chance that we have the success we have without what you do on the Patreon page. So thank you. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about doing this episode when we were deciding when to take a break. And John was like, I'm going to make you cry that episode. <laughs> and he's trying. But the, the funny thing is I only teared up when James was talking 
oh. about how about how it's so not about me, not about like myself. I get just get awkward when people talk about me, but mm-hmm. the idea that there are people in this world that believe in us so much that they're willing to take their hard-earned money and say, I believe in you. You go do what you love to do. And that means so much to me that I'm trying not to get upset about it. Well, upset in like a good way. But (laughs) like... (laughs) Sentimental about it. Yeah. Like it just, it means a lot that people would be like, oh, we want to see you go to these things. We want to see you talk about these things. Oh, you've liked this your whole life? Well, let us help you do what you want to do. And there's no, there's no way I can express how much that means to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I spend the Friday nights editing the Mando Fan Show. And that's why I spend three hours on a Sunday doing the rumor reviews. Because I know that the people that are watching it love it as much as I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Putting yeah. it together. Which John, by the way, when we first started those videos... The editing was not great. <laughs> it got better. Like, I hit my stride when I realized where I was going with it. It's funny how editing tends, and I don't know if, James, you feel this way too, but when you start a project, uh, especially a weekly one, you kind of figure out as you go, like, okay, how am I going to make this work? And even, like, John, you've gotten really good on camera. Not that you weren't good before, but, like, you realize different timing and jokes and stuff like that and when to pause and stuff for editing, which you didn't do in the first episode. So I'd have to, like, try to add in extra clips of, like, Mm. funny moments from Star Wars movies. I don't have to do that anymore. You're funny Mm. on your own. I don't need to pad it out with other stuff. I'm funny now. You are. You're funny. Funny guy. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. On record now, Lacey. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I will only say Cut it once that. a year. Cut this that is that out. once the once a year I will say it. Um no, John makes me laugh all the time. Uh but yeah, no. Even like the handwritten notes which when I first came up with the idea for the handwritten notes for Patreon, it meant a lot to me because when anybody takes the time to write me a note, I know that they're taking time out of their life to thank me. And that's why it meant so much to me when they do it. So if it takes me 10 minutes per person to write those, which it doesn't take me that long. But if it takes me three minutes per person, I want that person to know that I took the three minutes to thank them every single month that they're doing this. And that's why I do it. And it doesn't bother me. But it's crazy to think that from the moment we started this in November 2018, I've done, I think, 465 handwritten notes. Crazy. To people. Yeah, that's it's crazy. My handwriting's gotten way better. (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, but I mean, it's it's amazing the amount of people that keep joining and supporting us. And, um, you know, we I, I'm excited to see what else we are able to do on the Patreon page because we don't want to be get stale and just keep doing the same thing. So we keep adding new ideas. We just did a kind of a relaunch, a 2.0 uh, at the one year anniversary. And I'm sure we'll fire something up again uh, at the end of uh, 2020 because we want to keep growing. Uh, we want to make you being a patron of the resistance broadcast worth it for you. And that's writing shows, creating shows, creating ideas, uh, executing them and making them look professional and, uh, and easy and fun to watch. So, uh, more of that coming your way. Um, but speaking of fun, uh, the pie bet guys, we finally did it. <laughs> the pie, the pie bet. You can the pies go to of Skywalker, the pies of Skywalker. You can go to our YouTube, uh, page, uh, channel, I should say, if, if you're not already there right now and, and check it out. It's a, uh, a few minute video clip uh, where we cash in the bet. James, why don't you 
uh, take one last bow and explain what that was and how it felt and 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 all that your your moments of of glory. I don't. Yeah, it, it's in a weird way. It was earned because we made a bet and I won the bet. But at the same time, I like I don't feel like I did anything so good that it deserved throwing pies. Your in the excitement guy's face. was worth it. Your excitement yeah. was worth it. Um, but the but the <laughs> actual bet, you know, for anybody uh, who's tuning in just to check out what you know Resistance Broadcast is all about is we made a bet back in the day that they would announce that that they would be announcing the Obi Wan Kenobi series that John had reported on at Celebration. It made sense. We knew it was happening because of his report. It, Celebration was only a few months later. The story's out. Let's go ahead and and make it public. It, it just it, made no, so much that. sense. Oh, we, we made, made the it bet. in November before the story even existed. We just thought they were going to I, announce a Kenobi thing. Yeah, I still stand I, by that it was on I the table to announce the and they held too. off. Hmm. I yeah. keep forgetting like when the bet was made because it was made that long ago. I think, you know what's funny? I think I correct you on the actual Pies of Skywalker. <laughs> that's video. what I just said. I said <laughs> oh, I think I, <laughs> I think I said the exact same thing in the video. My camera that's, pans like, over and John's like, actually, yeah, actually, and I hate actually, but yeah. <clears throat> and then um, he got pied. But then I got pied. No, but then as it, as it came down to it, we went to Celebration. They never announced it. And uh, it's funny. It almost happened at Celebration, too, but John wasn't willing to risk. He was so hoping that they would do it on the Monday that he wasn't even there. Well, you don't want that. He wouldn't let me pie yeah. him Sunday night. Right. Because he was afraid they would announce it Monday and he well, would so we were at the, pied dude, for nothing. You and I, Lacey was doing some VIP stuff and you and I were, were, were steerage at Celebration. We were in the, the, she was in the Kate Winslet tier and you and I were in the Leo DiCaprio tier at Celebration. Yeah. See, but you make and, it sound like I didn't give my badge to James and you. No, no, I'm, I'm just kidding for the sake of this one joke. So me and James go to a convenience store to get stuff <laughs> while Lacey was at a, a, a some VIP panel. And you were looking for yeah. pies in the convenience store, like like you were at a clock me with some <laughs> Mrs. Smith frozen pie. I'm like, we're not doing I was like, this right now. It doesn't. I was like, why don't we just do it? Because like, what's the worst thing that happened? The worst thing is oh, you got a pie thrown in your face, whatever. But you're gonna get to throw it back at me or something. Or yeah, we could yeah, double yeah. up if it really means that much to you. Or the something. only reason. I wanted to hold off is because I thought at, it was the Phantom Menace panel Monday. I thought he was going to be there for that, and then they were going to announce. It. That's what I thought yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So we couldn't if you if we had done the pies and then that happened, I would have been so mad. <laughs> yeah. But it was but worth I got it though because people were looking forward to it. Yeah, it became yeah, it, like a, a thing. A year in the making, and pies I am completely comfortable with doing a second bet at some point in twenty. 20. You've been trying to make another bet forever. You're like, oh, eat a jar of mayo. Uh, drink this butter. butter shots? Uh, yeah. Well, well, I beat you on the, the last year, the spoonful of sugar bet. You did. What is with you and bets? If they're fun. I always lose. Mm. Jo- John is like that older brother that for some reason is just <laughs> good at everything, you know? So no, he always no, no. wants to make the bets because luckily, He's clearly not. you know, somehow... I, I know, but that's this the one time. It's not the hmm. the rule. The, what does that yeah. make me? I lost all the time. Makes you the normal. sister that loses. Yeah, <laughs> just normal. Normal? Oh, makes thanks. you normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, normal people don't like betting because they lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, and then the other things I want to bring up for 2019 is um, James got to was contacted by Disney and got to be on a Star Wars behind the scenes promo during the AMAs, 
which was that they've played a billion times. James, do do your shot real quick, the whole extent of it. There was it, right there. So if you're you listening, I, do I talk? Exclusive. No, you don't. It's just your face Exclusive. going like Home Alone without touching your face. So if you're Exclusive. listening on our audio, James just had a look of surprise and something from the trailer <laughs> popped up. But and then we got, got to, to be, bring that up at our New Year's dinner with some friends. That's awesome. Because somebody was like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, casual." They, they used a clip of me in a Star Wars promo for Rise of Skywalker. It was on the AMAs. So it's not a big deal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you're like, "Here, watch it on my iPhone 20." It's yeah, a full exactly. skip. It's the size of a plasma TV screen. Um, and then right after that, you went to the global press conference. It was yeah. like the week of Bainey. Yeah. So yeah, you went to the global press conference. I touched on this earlier. You you got to not only sit in on that, which was cool because you live tweeted it and a lot of people uh, caught on to our feed of that. So you did a great job mm-hmm. live tweeting that. Um, but then the round table. So once you briefly touch on that, you got to sit down uh, in a way more intimate setting than I had thought you were going to with the the new VP of live action development and production for Lucasfilm, Michelle Regwan, and the co-writer of The Rise of Skywalker, Chris Terrio. Um, Which was billed as just Chris Terrio, and we noticed there were two bottles sitting on the table, and we're like, two bottles of water, and we're like, okay, so there might be another person, and then someone who was like coordinating the event like overheard that and was like, oh yes, it will also be Michelle Rejwan, and we're like, what? That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it was it was a big room, but the setting was super intimate. So picture picture like a normal like. Uh, one of those like fold out picnic table yeah, style, lunch table. To, mm-hmm. yeah. just something like that. It was probably like two of those. So I'd say maybe, maybe 15 people tops, mm-hmm. you know, are sitting in with these. And it was you and Alex Backus, right? Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, a couple people I knew a couple people I didn't, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was great. Cause it was really just like a Q and a, but there's only so many people in the room that pretty much everybody, who wanted to ask a question would at least be able to be gifted one question. And it was really too cool. Cause like <laughs> it was really cool too, because um, somebody could ask a question and then it, you may not have jumped in, but you might be able to jump in with like a quick follow up, Like, you know, uh, Hey, do, you know, do, is that true? Do you, do you guys do it like that? And yeah, yeah. You know, and it yeah, was just, it was cool. just really neat. Yeah. Just, quite a cool experience to begin with and the whole press conference overall was just like way crazy like i didn't get to talk to any of those people on stage but it's just nuts to be able to sit you know 20 feet away from the literal entire cast and crew you know right this movie it was insane and oh, you Andrew got the, Duvernay. And you, and you, got, and you uh, waved Jonas over and, and spoke to him briefly too about make solo yeah, to happen because i made sure to wear, wear the shirt um good, or the hoodie for that day good decision and then it was just really easy all I, I was like Jonas and he just had to look and I just was like this and he just he knew exactly who we were and what we were about he's probably seen my photo from the one that we talked about earlier on Twitter so he's like I recognize that immediately and so he came over and we just kind of had a quick little nice one one on one real fast but and then as we mentioned earlier in the episode you asked michelle regwan about it and she said we're aware of it we love it we're Very glad well fans aware. are starting to rally around solo so she didn't say like we're aware like so we're gonna make it or anything like that to be clear but she acknowledged that they are fully cognizant of the movement um and that she went as far as to contact john kasdan about it right yeah, she. It was funny because she said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna send up." She took a picture of my shirt and then said, "I'm gonna send it to my friend." Didn't clarify who the friend was. 
Then later in the day, I saw Michelle again and I said, how did your friend like the photo? And she was like, I think she purposefully did that like, oh, I'm going to send, I haven't sent it to him yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to send it to my friend, John Kasdan. I think she purposefully wanted to like name drop or put the emphasis on who she was sending it to because she knew that we would be talking about this conversation if she mentioned who that friend was. And and look, mm-hmm. um, John Kazan has... It was a good time. Yeah. Um, and great job covering it. James has a full video recap on our channel as well. Um, but John Kazan has been public in saying that he has treatments and ideas f- to make a, a sequel to Solo. He has not shied away from that. And the fact that mm-hmm. the, the person now in charge of live action development and production, when you happen to have a new streaming service that is putting a lot of Star Wars shows into production, said she's going to send that to him. Uh, it doesn't confirm anything doesn't necessarily help anything but it doesn't hurt and i thought that was very cool but um and then Lacey, you and i got to go to the world premiere um it was my second uh i got to go to last jedi and now the rise of skywalker so why don't you tell me your um your highlights from having gone to that uh is it still real to you did it feel different than what you thought uh your quick takes on having gone to the world premiere of a star wars movie what did 11 year old Um... Lacey think of that (laughs) <laughs> it was cool. Uh it it so was casual. really it was re- No, because I'm trying to I'm trying to balance my nose with my yeses. Because I'm very thankful that I got to go and it was very fun and the after party was cool and the displays were cool and it was nice to see friends that I haven't seen in a while and to to watch Star Wars the saga the saga end in <laughs> the Chinese saga. Saga end in the Chinese theater where it began. That was super cool. I'd never been in that theater before. Um, Incredible. And building. the whole just like kind of ambiance of the red carpet. The negative that I had is that I felt like we were rushed through. Like they had like 50,000 Disney employees there, like guest relation Disney people. And mm-hmm. they were like, keep walking, keep walking. Like right when we got there, John, and they had us go up a- above the red carpet, like we weren't allowed to go onto it with the celebrities on it. <clears throat> and you were allowed to view it, but you couldn't stand there and view it. They made you keep going. They were like, take a picture and walk, take a picture and mm-hmm. walk. And it just felt like I was already overwhelmed as it was. Right. And then I felt even more overwhelmed because I was like, okay, and now you're rushing me and I'm in like three inch heels. I can't walk that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it was super fun. It was fun to hang out with people. Uh, John and I had a great time. I had, I had happy meal. It was great. (laughs) I can't imagine being in that position too, where you've seen the movie and like for three days, you know that all of America has not seen it. So that's, yes, that was super crazy. And I was very surprised with, first of all, how quickly spoilers leaked. I was very surprised, but not surprised, but kind of surprised. And two, uh, giving my reactions, I found that I got spammed with people to tell me them, to, for them to have, for me to tell them stuff, which I didn't do. And then people accused me of lying a lot, of like my initial reaction of really having fun watching it. Mm-hmm. And people well, were like, no, that's not true. And I was like, what? Chill. <laughs> so, so like it, it was just like very interesting experience because I was so grateful and even now sitting here talking about it, I can't believe that it happened and I um who knows it will fo- it will ever happen again, but mm-hmm. I just 
can't believe that I was so I'm so thankful that I got to do it. Um, but there were just there was a lot of aspects about it that I was like between the rushing of it, which made me even more overwhelmed to the response online to I don't know. It was just like immediately negative. I feel online like the the movie wasn't even out yet and people were already demanding things. And I was like, I need like a day. <laughs> So give me a day. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't care less about any. Like my my takeaway from what I love the fact that I was able to walk out of the theater for the Rise of Skywalker pre the rest of the world pre sure mixed reactions and stuff like that. Like we, I ran into a couple people at the after party who were like that movie stunk, and I'm like ah whatever man. But we uh, had a blast. John and I were having drinks. Yeah, we had a fun time. I mean, I Took I love the aspect. I walked out of a Star Wars movie thinking the whole world was going to love it. It was a very like weird. I was like, man, I like that. I like, but I was so like, it's so mm-hmm. much happened in it that I was like, wow, I got to process it. Mm-hmm. But I walked out saying like, wow, p- this is not going to be controversial. I was like, people are going to like it because all this. Uh, and of course, that doesn't happen anymore. Post TLJ world. But, but taking pictures with Chewie was super fun. Yeah, they um, had, they had and the, then, the Pinewood costume version of Chewie. Right. Um, they had lightsaber. Seeing people I know was the big thing for me. Yeah. Like seeing friends and stuff that sure. I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, and it's just, you know, it's an experience that I never would have thought a few years ago I would have been able to uh, attend um, when I was first invited uh, to go for the TLJ one. So sure. um, just, I mean, I think from from the, for the three of us, I, I can just say thanks to Val Trichkoff of StarWarsNewsNet.com because he, gets the, he got the invites to the events and he trusted us to represent his brand, to go attend these things. So all three of us got to go to these two events to cover it because he calls us sort of like the face of the site, even though we have an incredible team of Star Wars Newsnet Mm -hmm. that writes all these comic reviews and do other news reports and stuff like that. But because we're the media three people who, I mean, I write for the site, yes, and and I'm the lead editor of the site, but the three of us are on the channel and uh, he realizes the importance of that and for him to trust us to represent it is a big deal. So thank you, Val. Uh, for sending us to these oh, events and tweeting it was fun i got i was the one tweeting mm. all the the photos and yeah the those, threads those and things stuff. were cool i mean it's i always find it interesting seeing costume like carrie fisher's uh and remembering like just how small of a person she was and that sort of thing <laughs> like mm-hmm. like like james was saying like when you see real people not on tv in person it's like when you see the, the size of Chewbacca compared to the size of like Princess Leia and stuff. You're like, oh my God, this is so real and crazy. Um, but a good, t- and it was a blue carpet. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, such a John's great time. John's Bob Iger moment was funny. I called and it then- actually. You called you blue did? carpet? Yeah. Did you? Oh. You mm. said it'll be uh, red carpet or maybe like purple or something for Star Wars. Right. And I said blue. Yeah, because blue was the color of logo. the uh, yeah. logo. So it made sense. There was actually another funny moment that I haven't talked about yet, which was I made John do like a pre-video before we went in the theater of like, "Hey guys, we're heading in," and right before that happened, there was there they had to be YouTubers next to us on the red carpet. Oh. They were like, "Hey man, check us out we're on the red carpet," and they're doing these like crazy over the top things. Yeah. And then as soon as they like cut, they were just like. All right, you want to head in? Yeah. And, right. I, and then John and I are watching, and I just turned to John, and I'm like, they have to be YouTubers. Yeah. So then I made John do Vine a video. Stars. Yeah. I made John <laughs> do a video where I was like, you know, just like, hey, we're about to go in. And after we did it, John was like, I hate that. Don't ever make me do it again. <laughs> I don't like holding 
doing self holding a phone as a selfie and then trying to do a uh, intro video. I just yeah. don't like doing it. It just made me laugh because you were just like, yeah, I don't want to do that ever again. Yeah. It was just so funny because it was right after this YouTube kid that was like, hey, man, hit subscribe. But like, his friend was holding it for him. He was, I get, know, I know, I know. being all animated stuff. And I'm like, hey, you know, but <laughs> you're just taller than me. So it makes sense. Yeah. But, but overall, again, I had so much fun and yeah. I want people to know that it's not that I'm not grateful. It was just very overwhelming. Yeah, a great, great experience overall and a great year. And uh, the other thing, I mean, we're getting laid long in the tooth here on this episode, but we were on the Star Wars show and uh, our trailer. Oh, reactions. my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, our yeah. trailer reactions for episode nine made the Star Wars show. Um, and that's, I think, the last thing on my list for 2019 of cool things that happened to us. Um, so just, yeah, looking back in general, I think I'll just close it out that 2019 was our best year yet. Um, between our Patreon support, our our growth on YouTube, which hasn't somehow hasn't impacted our audio numbers. So we're seeing a lot of growth in uh, people out there listening and watching to us. So thank you so much for that. Uh, the constant support from Val and Star Wars Newsnet and the cohesiveness uh, that we're trying to maintain there. Uh, and just everything, all the guests and everything that has made uh, TRB uh, such a successful show. And uh, I'm proud of the fact that we're able to keep a positive but... Um, respectful uh, atmosphere uh, on our podcast where we can critique things. But as people say, I like that you can critique things and debate things, but do it in a respectful way. And uh, I take a lot of pride in that. And I think the three of us uh, have a good enough chemistry where it's, it's legit. It's not just uh, three strangers. We have really good chemistry and uh, I hope uh, to continue that in 2020. And speaking of which guys, uh, 2020, we don't really have anything ironed out yet i know we have some stuff we have dancing around our heads for ideas especially for star wars celebration anaheim um i know we're going to try to see if we can do a podcast there whether that's on the podcast stage again or or we'll do something off-site on our own either way we are going to aim to do something there and obviously i know a lot of our patrons are going there and a lot of our listeners going there so we'll schedule a lot of meetups and that sort of thing but Mm. Um, anything looking ahead to 2020 uh, on your minds, uh, not only just in terms of Star Wars itself, but um, for the podcasts that you two are looking forward to or things that you uh, have goals for, uh, anything you just want to touch on. 2020 TRB, it's happening right now. Go ahead, James. <laughs> um, so this isn't specifically celebration, but I think that we've all gotten the first taste of what Star Wars television could be like. And I think that even though we're all like mildly aware that they're going to be doing more movies, I think right now 2020 will mark the year where people are actively anticipating and excited about long form Star Wars in live action and I think the the discussion, there will always be discussions of, you know, what that 2022 movie or whatever will be. But I think 2020 will be the year that Star Wars television is really like, I hope they do this show and I hope they do this show. And, and oh, and they could connect those two shows. That'll be, it, it, it's almost kind of like, I don't want to say what Marvel's doing, but maybe more like Marvel comics in the sense of like, you know, you get this run and this run, and then those can connect better than the movies have always been. The movies have always been these three, you know, and they just go boom, 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 and they knock them out. And it just, 
I think 2020 is really going to open up that Star Wars television world and in a big explosive way. And now sure. that we're seeing the end of the Mandalorian and how it connects to, to Clone Wars and Rebels. And it's like a little bit of that extra boost on like the animated stuff as well. You know, it's it's going to be in, I hope at least, more important that you're checking out the animated shows as well because with the television and not having so much uh heavy-handed um importance on the movies um with the television shows they can kind of feel a little bit more liberal about bringing those animated characters and storylines and sure. other things to life and treating them more like they're a real important uh part of the bigger story so right. uh, that i think is just like what fans really want and 2020 could be the year that they blow that right open you know yeah and as we were recording this uh noah outlaw uh which you know we know from just being in common circles here is claiming that uh they have an exclusive that they're reporting that the sequel to or follow-up to rebels is coming uh this year on animated so if that's true then that's a big thing for a lot of fans so yeah i agree with you there um now uh, Kenobi's going to be filming this summer as uh, Lacey was uh, getting excited about before. Cassie and Andor seems to be keep getting pushed. Originally, if I looked back at the old reports, Cassie and Andor was supposed to start filming this past fall, and now they're talking mm-hmm. about that they're writing the pilot again, and they may start filming this coming summer. So I'm getting like Indiana Jones 5 vibes from this story or this show where they keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And I had heard they might be in trouble, but we'll see. Uh, but I think there's going to be some more live action series announcements. And we'll always keep holding out hope that Solo gets a proper follow-up with Alden and Jonas. Episode nine's come and gone. They got to put Chewie somewhere. And it makes a lot of sense to do a follow-up to Solo, especially they do have the assets. And I know it's a very important thing from a production perspective. But I want to piggyback off that. Make Solo 2 happen. Uh, we're going to keep that going. And I know we're going to you know, make, probably make some more announcements this year. Um, whether we do another proper... You know, make Solo 2 happen day again. I'm not sure. We still have to talk about that. But I know I, you know, have some thoughts about what we'd like to do at Celebration. And Lacey, you know, nothing official, but I think it's safe to say that we're going to definitely have a presence for Make Solo 2 happen at Celebration. Fair to say. Yes. Okay. 10 out of 10 can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you answered that like when I asked Bennett questions. You're like, Bennett, do you want to go do this or whatever? And he's like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just That's one word. I'm just really yes. excited about what's to come. I don't know. Me, I just mm-hmm. me too. I think we have a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. To get a Kenobi series, like I, I, I don't even think I thought when I heard the initial report from you, John, how excited I would be until actually he said yes with Kathleen Kennedy yeah. over the summer. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, it's a-. like I started crying. Right. And, and I didn't think I'd have that emotional reaction. I was just so excited for him because I was like, this guy has been dragged around. Yeah. Um, And, and he- it's just like, the excitement of like something that I know every fan wants, right. you know? And he said, I just hope it. Everyone. I'm just yeah. teasing. Everyone except James. <laughs> and he has said he's been on board for ever since they started talking about a movie four years ago. Yes. He's been involved yeah. the whole time. He was at the solo premiere, like this guy, this poor guy. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, we talked a little bit kind of off air that we want to do 
maybe some events during the year, figure out what else. If you guys have suggestions, put them in the comments of like what events we should go to yeah. because I'm always up for new stuff. I've been to a lot of them. I used to work in the Comic-Con industry, so I've been to a ton of these events, especially Star Wars Celebration, but we're always looking for new stuff. So if you're like, hey, there's this great one in Texas, like who knows? Whatever. Yeah. I'm up for it. Whatever. You, you know, some just a little bit of positivity. I don't know that I've ever really put this together, but we're looking at the sequel trilogy and we're like, Looking at the actors who might come back, we're like Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, maybe, I don't know. But Oscar Isaac doesn't necessarily seem like he wants to return or whatever. And Ewan McGregor survived through the prequels and he's like, sign me up. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. Dotted line. It's I will so come funny. back. I cannot wait to return to this character. Like, that's so awesome isn't that there's yeah. yeah the clip of him from the prequels were behind the scenes where he does this thing where he falls off i think it's from the phantom menace where he falls off the mm-hmm, side mm-hmm. and he turns to like the set guy and he goes they told me do you want to be in a star wars and i said f yeah yeah and right. like he gets up like he's just so into it and i love that i love when you know celebrities and and actors and even set (coughs) production people are excited but especially actors like john boyega is the biggest star wars fan i'm pumped for him that his character is potentially force sensitive i'm pumped for ewan mcgregor to be back Mm -hmm. you could see it he was glowing at d23 when he got to say yes yeah that's so exciting um but yeah i didn't think i was gonna have that much of an emotional reaction i literally started crying when they finally announced it i was overwhelmed but I'm also excited to see what we end up doing. I got to do more. I think I want to do more creative videos myself. I I do a lot of editing, but I'd like to do more videos. I don't know what they are yet, but I'll keep you updated. Macy's Outpost, the sequel. Right. The sequel. James, I'm going to put you on the spot. Any chance you'll do any form of reviews of Clone Wars? Because you're the biggest know. Clone Wars fan. I'll watch it, but you're way bigger Clone Wars fan. Yeah, absolutely. I don't connect all the dots like yeah. you do. I'll do Kenobi, Shobi. Put, put a maybe. Put a maybe on it. <laughs> what did you yeah. call it? The Kishobi? Kishobi. Oh, yeah. I said Shobi. Obi, Obi-Wan Kishobi. Yeah. <laughs> Shobi um, one Kishobi. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I always think about that. Like, I think the closest that we've come is like, um, you know, this is another like look back. We started doing the book reviews too, the book discussions um, with Kyle Larson. That's not necessarily resistance broadcast, but it is Star Wars Newsnet and it's paid for, you know, it's, it's done because of patrons. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of one of those things is like, because you guys don't have as much, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Like, you're just not paying as close attention to the books as I am. It's really good that there was an outlet for me to be able to have those discussions for everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, there's always the chance that maybe I, I want to do something with the clone wars. Um, maybe if, if not just something like a personal, like review of an episode after each one or something, I don't I know. know. Don't hold me to it guys, but, uh, no, I'm just yeah, saying it's me. Kind of one yeah. of those things. I wanted yeah. to put you on the spot and that's all I wanted to do. And I, I guess my other question for people listening is if there's anything that they would like to see to let us know in the comments. Like if yes. there's anything that you're like, oh, I would love Lacey to do this mm-hmm. as in like review videos or unboxings or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want me uh, to pie myself, jump I guess off I could, a cliff. But, <laughs> 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 yeah. I really left that wide open. Uh, yeah. Star Wars related. <laughs> I want Lacey to never talk about Ben Solo ever. <laughs> Lacey sucks. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, 
All right, guys. So we're obviously going to shed more light on 2020 plans. We certainly plan on having more guests on the show. Some you've seen before, some you haven't. Um, and we're obviously going to keep you posted as those things happen. But, um, you know, that that's pretty much the end of this episode, really. Uh, I want to thank everyone who has been with us for a long time. So anyone who joined us in 2019, thank you so much for becoming a part of the resistance. We hope you found a new positive podcast, fun home uh, to to come on inside the base because the base is always open, as I say. Base is open. And talk Star Wars with us. We like to invite you into our base and, and <laughs> get a twice, padlock twice a week. Yeah. No, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, and talk Star Wars with you guys. So thank you so much. Make sure you are subscribed, though, uh, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. If you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a review on there and a rating, five stars preferably, if you'd like. Um, we really appreciate that. It helps us move up in searches so you don't have to spread the word as much. But for those of you who have been spreading the word, because we do see you and hear that you're doing it, Thank you. You do have no idea how much you telling other people and then te- them telling other people helps us grow. And we've seen growth. So thank you all so much. Here's to even more in 2020. Uh, I do want to thank, uh, we talked a lot about Patreon. I want to thank our Patreon generals. That is Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, JG Cars, Seth Kime, Micah Harrison, Tampa Movie Guy, <laughs> that's his name and Val Trichkoff thank you all so much for all of your support and thanks to all of our patrons and all of our listeners and subscribers I want to thank again Val Trichkoff and Star Wars Newsnet for all of your support and uh, believing in us sending us to those events we can't thank you enough Val and uh, make sure you guys go to tpublic.com James is wearing a sweatshirt that you can't buy but you can buy a Make Solo 2 Happen shirt at tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast um, I think that's all the plugs, right, guys? Did I miss any besides mm-hmm. us? That's it, right? You said Patreon, right? Two bucks a month, cheaper than a cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James Bainey, are you still at Myra Trunks in 2020? No, I'm actually at Mike Hat. Oh, at Mike Hat. Okay, so find James yeah. at Mike Hat. And tweet him everything. Oh, Mike. <laughs> That's on your mind. Admire Trunks for James. Lacey, how about you? People can find me on Twitter at Lacey Gillerin. I'm also on Instagram. All right, guys. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say to James and Lacey, <laughs> it has been a hell of a ride. And I look forward to an even more exciting 2020, if that's even possible, because 2019 was unreal. But... Love po- incredible incredible love podcasting with you guys and we're gonna do it again on thursday where we're gonna start our new set of character discussions on sequel trilogy characters now that sequel trilogy is over we're gonna start with finn because he had some big arc lifts in the rise of skywalker so we're gonna talk all about finn on thursday so enjoy your weeks we're back baby and we'll see you on thursday morning right here on the resistance broadcast see you around kids <laughs>